I've never tried NBA League Pass, so right. I'm just kind of no. curious to see what that is. Yeah, even just to like catch I'm sure they have like recap shows and whatever even I think just they've got easy like ways to like historic stuff on there too. They do. Oh yeah. They, yeah. No, they nice. It's it's actually like a good like the WWE network of basically. Yeah. It, it it's a yeah, it's good in terms of like what you get for it, but like at the same time it is like also it is a lot. Yeah. Of money. Yeah, you gotta be yeah. a big fan or like into yep. fantasy sports yeah, or like, yeah that that it, bundle seems like the perfect way to do it They're like yes. okay i'll save a few bucks in the process i I want the game anyways yep. i get a few extra goodies with My it pre-order too. bonuses otherwise in the yeah. game right. yeah yeah like okay i just get it all get all my basketball fix in one transaction yep basically yep. that's yep. the way to do it Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolery. Hey folks. And we are back as always to talk about some video games and I feel like it's been a little while since we had the whole uh, trio together. Although actually I feel like the last session we had, but I just feel like our schedule with me like preparing for moving and just like all of our schedules like Randall's had some family in town. We've just been a little out of whack so it feels like it's been a while since we've like all sat down and like had some time to fully properly play some games and have some stuff to talk about and I know uh John's been uh spending some time digging into uh not the latest uh release from Nintendo which by the time this episode comes out and neither of them will be the latest <laughs> release from Nintendo but my brain I even wrote it down on the notes like with a question mark before I talked to you John the other day when you uh stopped by to bring over that bubble wrap uh <laughs> for uh my moving situation I was like I bet you John has Splatoon and he just hasn't mentioned it yet Splatoon 3 and he's like waiting to talk about it and he's like hasn't even picked it up yet so I was like oh man I can't believe John's not on the uh Splatoon train uh right off the bat but he has been on a different uh, Nintendo train, and I guess you can share some thoughts on Splatoon too, if you if you want to. But I just I don't know, it's, dumb it's way to lead into just, it. Just I don't I I I do actually have some opinions on like I saw some people posting about Nintendo, you know, charging for an online service and a premium like online like tiers, but they still make Splatoon run peer to peer on online. Yeah. Yeah. So like you are dependent okay. on your like team mate's wi-fi connection mm-hmm. which is oh i saw people complaining about getting like booted out of games all the time i didn't realize that was like i thought it was just you know just a new game but i didn't really realize that was cheapo, like a, not in yeah. not investing in servers and the infrastructure nope. necessary and not to mention i think you mentioned too john when i asked you if you had picked it up like it is kind of like when you know these games are like kind of like only alive while they have a live community playing them. And Splatoon's yeah. big enough where there is oh, going to yeah. be a community of people playing probably still even two oh, yeah. and whatnot. But like, it's still just like, man, it's like as soon as you don't have friends, like if I knew that I had five or six or four friends that were going to be playing this all the time, I'd be like, okay, I'd probably pick it up. And even if I got a month out of enjoyment, but yeah, even thinking about Mario strikers and golf and like those games that I've gotten almost zero mileage out of, and even tennis that I liked and I got not a whole lot of mileage out of, yeah. partially because they like they like it's like they're trying to get more mileage out of each individual game but in turn at least for me it's like ending up being like i'm just not even really playing them i'm just like oh, okay i played it once and that's that same and especially with nintendo in particular like they just will like pull the plug at the soonest possible moment yeah. of yep. just being like well you can't play this game online anymore servers are offline yep. yeah so yep I, 
it's uh, it's a great series that I've enjoyed a lot, and I might pick it up at some point. But for right now, I'm not. So ditto. I'm going yeah. to be playing my online games of elsewhere. But mm-hmm. my game that I am playing a ton of that I've been itching to talk with Randall about uh, is Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which yeah. was a yes. game that I basically was not going to pick up but did on a whim when i was i think i was looking for a nintendo 64 controller for the nintendo switch online that. yeah that's great. and then i saw i was like oh yeah this game came out i really like the first three games in the chronicle series i should probably pick this up i guess and <laughs> then I, when i picked it up i was like well i guess i should probably finish two then and I went back and did, and that was that's on impressive a, in and of itself. It really that was on is. A previous episode, I was very close to the finish line. There was really no reason why I just stopped, other than that's what I do. That's just, I just what stop happens. playing games when I'm ninety percent yep. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, just to be able to go up and like to pick up where you left off, that's still pretty impressive to like be able to kind of remember what you're doing. I guess if you're on the home stretch, you. You know, it might not have been much to parse, but yeah. And like, I think the well, actually a strength of the Xenoblade Chronicles games is that they are very good at like giving you a waypoint or, you know, a summary of like what you're doing and where you need to go next and being very clear and explicit about what the next step is. Modern but, RPGs yeah. have gotten so much better at that sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Even even when we talked about Xenoblade 2 on the podcast, I do remember thinking like, man, you can like just check the objective you want. It's like very mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. like I obviously didn't play much of that game, but it was like, man, I like never felt lost or like confused or just overwhelmed. Yeah. And I, I have in do in the years that we've been doing this podcast, I have changed as a person because I, a th- core thing about when I was playing two in our previous episodes was I was complaining about the frequency and length of the cutscenes. Yeppers. <laughs> and Me too. I have I have changed as a person, or at least I think I've I've managed my expectations of this series. Or do your bullshit yeah. tolerance just go way up over I time? I don't know. Honestly, also I think part of it is the fact that like I watched this maybe just from my own personal experience, but I watched Twin Peaks. Yeah. And the, the time between was he playing Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> two and three. The and super like melodramatic, like melodramatic almost cheesy. And like difficult to follow and kind of just like trying to like, you know, be like taking a step back and letting things wash over you. Yeah. And not necessarily like trying to be like make literal sense out of every single thing that's happening. Yeah. And just right. being like okay, this scene is trying to establish a mood rather than like trying to make sense of like every <laughs> single thing that's happening. So yeah. like what in like, especially playing the final moments of two, which are a bonkers ride. Sure. Like, that yeah. I buy that. Basi- even the, even what I saw of you, we talked about this a little bit when you gave like some first impressions about three, but even just like the one like kind of sequence of battles and whatever that I saw you play <laughs> was just like, what the hell is happening? This is in three, but yeah. just like, this is crazy. And you were like, yeah, I was like, this feels like a climax. Like you got to be getting close to like 
some kind of and you're just like, no, this is just like the end of every kind of like <laughs> like beat. arc or every beat story. Game. Beat. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this this is thirty every thirty minutes, something this high stakes and <laughs> like important happens. Yeah, and it felt like this was just like, oh, okay, all the cards are on the table. Like it's all on the line. Yeah, right. right here. The, that's the thing, is like they keep finding more cards. Oh like, yeah. This yeah. deck just keeps getting bigger. And, and I so love like it. I, I the way that I've approached three is that I've been playing the game like anytime that I want to play the game and like do, go for gameplay. I'm like, all right, I'll do like a bunch of side quests or I'll yeah. do stuff. And then when I'm like, you know what, I'm in the mood to advance the story. Let me like sit like hit play on this and like <laughs> in 30 minutes I'll pick the controller back up and I'll have watched a nice little episode of TV and I'll have moved on to the next section oh. and honestly like it's been really fun like do approaching it with that mindset from the get-go yeah and not being like oh yeah every cutscene is a roadblock and it helps yeah that's oh that's such a good way of putting it yeah but it really helps that like I'm one, I've gone going in without expectations, but two, like every cutscene is bonkers. Like yeah. it like things are happening that like I have no I like uh, it I I couldn't have predicted the ending of two and like the way that two ended also like I feel like one at least like it had its, you know, typical JRPG tropes and yeah. like twists that like, oh, yeah, OK, I'm going to like kill God and then I'm going to become God and whatnot. <laughs> and then like two, like that's it's setting up to do the exact same thing. But then yeah. like then suddenly like it just blows the doors off of what I expect like is possible in the Ooh. universe. OK. And then I'm like, OK. So anything's fair game now. And then when I went into three and it starts calling back like specifically to one and two as like these like, I mean, the, the setting is all like it has like connections to the series and Mm -hmm. it makes it seem like, yeah, this, I could see how this is the third installment in this, but like, I can't really see how the threads of this game are like literally connected to the previous. Cause like two felt completely disconnected from one. Yes. And like, it just seemed like a completely different universe and I, it didn't really Agreed. make sense why it was like in the same like yeah, series. Like, why isn't this just a new JRPG? Like other than to have the name recognition, and like, like what, right. what is the connection? Battle other mechanics than, like, themes. stuff. Yeah. Like, battle mechanics yeah. and like theme. Right. Thematic and, stuff. And then like, with three, what it does, spoil, and if you, you know, I no, would say good. spoilers, skip ahead if you want to not know anything, which I honestly think is kind of great because <laughs> it was wild to experience it firsthand. But you start and you ha- get three characters that have a similar battle mechanic, even though uh, the format and UI is closer to two, they have like a cooldown method, an auto attack method that is exactly the same as one. Okay. And then you meet three characters from a warring faction in this child sol- clone soldier hellscape dystopia. Sure. Uh, that, and when they join your party, uh, they have abilities and mechanics that have cooldown and function exactly how it does in two. Oh, so wow. then you start having this really in- interesting interplay between 
you know, classes and characters that seem to have like mirror the themes and designs from either Xenoblade Chronicles 1 or Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That's and cool. their actual gameplay mechanics reflect that. That's really and cool. It just keeps getting more complicated and more intricate, and they add more systems, and then they add a uh, chain attack that has its own unique system that plays more like a card game than it does a turn-based RPG. Talk to me. Every oh, yeah. additional is that when layer. you were getting like those? Is that when you were getting like those overkill attacks yes. and like getting yeah? Because that was yes. so cool. It's almost like yeah, it felt like almost like slot machine style. Like you're like rolling dice. Like yeah, you know, like oh, let me see what if how much because it was like I gotta get this those- meter up to a hundred percent. But sure. like each character has like these attacks that like only fill up the meter this much. But if I play them in this order, then it'll like like max it out this much. It's They'll start it's, really feeling it, yeah. It's, so, oh, yeah. Do they all have really? skill trees? Do <laughs> Yo, they all, there, in, there are so many skill trees. Oh, man. <sighs> it's it's honestly and like it's like the, a skill network it's it's yeah. yeah it's not just a tree it's like it, it's like a fucking cerebral system or something it's crazy like when you go to those menus it's so much shit going on i really think that if you've played one and two at least a little bit yeah like i think that what the language of those games do carry over and so it does make it a little bit easier to digest but like the pace of three is so quick like, okay. compared to those two. Right. Like you are often running so fast and you nice. can do like, so there is a, uh, you are able to do side quests and get new classes, meet new characters nice. uh, that can join your party like temporarily. And I was doing all of those until I realized that I was about 20 levels higher than the main quest. One of my favorite things to do. And so I was, yep. and then I was plowing through, yeah. Blast yep. it, like, like really annihilating bosses that were supposed to have weight <laughs> to them and be difficult. But I was like, man... <laughs> It, it's it's a really really well made game that I am enjoying so much of, and I love Hell all yeah. the characters in it. It's really enjoyable. And, Hell yeah! Oh, I and and for what it's worth, I feel like it's worth mentioning. Like I know I was saying, like the menus are like a huge mess, but it's like it is really well designed. Like even like I think I even noticed. Like I I asked you something like, hey, why are those like abilities? Like why do they have like a slightly different like shape around like the icon? And yep. like that was like you were like. Oh, that shape is because it's from a Xenoblade 2 character or yep. like maybe not character, but like a th- class from that game or something. And like it was just like it does seem like it's really like if you're the one playing the game, like if you just if you just look at a screen of the menus, you're like, oh, my God, this is overwhelming. But if you're actually the one playing it, it does seem like it is really well, like almost like overly designed to a degree, but like to, in a really, yeah, like well thought out way. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not like Chronicles X level of like HUD overflow or just like yeah. right so much information at once. But it is I I think that this is the best game in the series. But Bam. you do kind it does kind of rely on you having played a couple hundred hours of previous <laughs> games to really get the most out of it. What if you had like uh, well. Let's say I put probably like 70 into Xenoblade Chronicles and probably like 30, 25, 30 into two. 
I'd say. I think you're. I think you're golden. Uh, you could. Bam. You could watch a uh, a video of the ending cutscene. Quick recap. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not super important. Like it's, yeah. It you just kind of need the main themes, and I think watching the ending of two would set you up real nice into expectations of what three could be. Got it. And then when three just starts happening, you're like, "Yep, I'm not going to be able to predict any bit of this. This is just going to be like keep giving me pitches that I am not expecting for at all." And man, it's. I, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get you, man. <laughs> you're getting me for sure. You're getting me. I was looking at what it's going for right now. If it's been on sale by now, because mm-hmm. uh, it's been out for a little bit, yeah, a know. few months now. Yeah. And I feel like that Nintendo's loosened the grips a little bit on the yeah. full sixty dollar price tags. Like I feel like I've even I think I even saw Breath of the Wild was just like forty dollars, like almost Ooh, like a player's a choice. Steal. Like that was like full price yeah, uh, for it or something at like Target or wherever I was at the store and saw a price tag. Uh, yeah. But Xenoblade. yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. Oh, that sounds incredible. Yeah. I want that. It's so, yeah. fu- it's so fun. And you just, there's more crafting than you could possibly yeah. imagine. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm Those down. overkill attacks too were just so cool. Cause it does this oh. really cool, like camera shifting thing where you like kind of cycle between each character and it kind of shows like an over the shoulder, like kind of gears of war style camera. And it's like almost freezing time, but it feels like it's kind of, and maybe it is freezing time, but it feels like super hot style where it's like things are still like barely moving, but it was just so funny sometimes. Cause John was fighting like these like giant, like wolf dog creatures that were like <laughs> literally just like laying there dead while he's like lining up like 14 more attacks in a row. And it's just like, overkill. Yeah, like, so that's how you get here? your class. Yeah, he's that's like, I'm just like, like getting, getting combo points. Kill yep. multiplier. Yep. And it was just so satisfying. No it's so like it uh the the literal the literal overkill was amazing. Hearing it these was... children gleefully attack uh, <laughs> just... and just this like dog laying on its side with like its tongue <laughs> hanging out of its mouth or whatever. It was just it was pretty amazing to see. Hopefully it all is... in UK accents too, right? Still. Oh yes. Yeah. So, well the okay. mix, I, they have a good mix, right? That was yeah. uh, I did find that article that explained exactly <laughs> where the accents come from okay. and how it's like Southern UK in Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Oh. And then in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, there is a mix of based on what island they were from or what uh, Titan they were on. Like yeah. uh, Morag was, the I think, Scottish, whereas uh, I think uh welsh was uh nia and like uh-huh. like they're they are very specific and deliberate with what accents they use and like they are purposeful and carry over into three that's cool it's so good yeah yeah, oh, I do like that for sure. And I was telling John this too. And I don't, I don't, I, he had mentioned that he had not played Xeno Gears or is it right. Xeno Saga? Both. Or, yeah. Either. Uh, yeah, for, same. Well, now I'm forgetting which one because I was thinking there was only one other one. But one of those games, apparently, like one of the main characters in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is named Noah. Mm. And one of the main characters, I think it's Xeno Saga, but it might be Xeno Gears, is named Noah as well. Yeah. And somebody was kind of saying, like, speculate. It was just like a tweet, I think, that I saw. But somebody was saying, like, I almost feel like Xenoblade 3 is like them trying to, like, actually make the game they wanted to make back in, like, you know, with Xeno Saga or Xeno wow. Gears or whatever. I forget which one it was, but mm-hmm. I thought that was just kind of interesting. I was like, oh man, I I know neither of you have a ton of frame of reference for that other than just like the 
it's like place in gaming history, but didn't have it a would be curious to see. Days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never dug into the RPGs in like the PS one era. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or really any area, any era for me for that matter. But, um, I guess another game that uh, both Randall and I have been digging into lately and kind of, I guess, sort of like uh, to me, this like really made me think of like back to when we started, like not even just the podcast, but way back to like our blog that we had way back in the day, the time traveling gamers, which uh, (laughs) came up on the podcast on a save it for the cast recently. But like, I feel like we used to really always talk about like, especially with the retro stuff, like it was like, man, like. These retro games are great, but some of them really are held in like such a higher regard than they really deserve, at least playing them today. Maybe they earned that place in like the historical context, like they really like, you know, bridged a gap or like, you know, have a historical context for whatever reason. But like they just don't necessarily hold up or even if they do hold up, like I can go fire up Donkey Kong or any various one. Some of them are better, like playing Donkey Kong Jr. or Donkey Kong 3 and stuff. They're a little more fun. A little more expressive on the controls. More interesting. But yeah. Yeah. A little more interesting on like what you have to even just do. But yeah, like even playing some of those, like the controls are always so rigid. Oh, yeah. And so like, I don't know, just even even Super Mario Brothers, the original, you know, the first Super Mario Brothers. It's like, ah, it's like Mario's so heavy and weighty. It's like after playing Super Mario World and you can like finesse your jump midair, like back and forth five times before you decide which way you want to go. I mean, like it's kind of let alone Mario three on the same console. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's the stark difference there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just how much more like t- truly like athletic you feel. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, with that, you know, kind of random preamble, like uh, Randall and I started playing a little bit of this game Donut Dodo, yeah. uh, which is like a very like 80s inspired. Yeah. Uh, you know, retro arcade game. But like at first glance, like you see it and you kind of think like, oh, here's like a burger time looking game because yeah. you play as like this kind of chef main character and you're running around on these single screen levels. But right away at like first glance, I'm like, man, but this the chef is running around like super smooth. Like, yes, it just looks so buttery and like the animations are really crisp and like uh, expressive and whatnot. So right away, I was like, oh, I want to check this game out. And like on a lot of our tweets lately, I've just been putting at the bottom like, hey, follow us or like, yeah, follow us on Steam Curator or whatever to find more indie game gems or whatever. And because of that, we've been getting a few more games like just sent our way through that. A lot of times they're just like random and you can like politely decline like, oh, I wish you could send a message like say like, oh, hey, this isn't like a genre that I would normally be interested in. Because a lot of times it's just it. that's really the only reason like I'm mm-hmm. I just wouldn't play a visual novel or whatever, you know, I would. Um, But anyways, I this donut too. dodo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, this uh, there, there's it's like a total mixed bag of stuff. But and, and right. we honestly, we don't get a ton of stuff all that often. But like I logged on one day and like donut dodo was sitting in there and I had it was yeah. a game that actually like popped up on my radar. Like I think I saw some tweets about it and then it was actually. Yeah, because I remember it was supposed to come out. And then all of a sudden, it, like it didn't get released. And then like nobody, everybody's like, what happened to the developer? Like, is he OK? Like there's no word from them and then like a like couple months later she's like oh the game's out everything seems to be uh normal and whatnot but i had kind of forgotten about it but then when i saw it in our steam curator i was like oh i better fire this up and as soon as i did i was like i yo randall i think you might uh oh, yeah. might be into this one. Oh yeah um because yeah it, it pretty much is kind of like a donkey kong meets burger time i guess is like the easiest way to put it you're basically just playing these single screen platformer levels but and yeah run around collecting all the donuts on the stage and clear the stage and it kind of like loops around or whatever. But what have you uh, thought of it so far? I know you kind of went into this one blind with 
no expectations other than me just kind of like saying, hey, check this out. Yeah, it's kind of my my no social media, at least no Twitter advantage that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of heard about this through you. And, you know, I, I always liked these sort of just like straightforward arcade games, especially of, you know, 80s and 90s uh, vintage and that sort of arcade heyday. You know, it's just a single screen platformer arcade game like you said a la donkey kong um lots of ladders that you're climbing and avoiding you know fireballs or like toilets or you know frogs or <laughs> random things that are trying to kill you in one yeah. hit you know fuck those toilets by the way those, yeah they're so hard because like toilets. yeah the little like mouse character you can jump over yeah. if you time it just right and again like the expressive controls like you really feel like you can like okay if I, you don't feel like you have to jump at the perfect pixel to clear that gap you're like okay i can kind of like yeah you know as long as i'm in the zone i can kind of clear this not to say that it's easy because it gets no. hectic and frantic fast and it is a single credit game like yes no continues no anything like you get your one credit with like three, three or four lives yeah, or whatever three lives or so yeah. um but you do get a one up every uh, I think it's 15,000 points and it something like that. Yeah, what, whatever it is, I know it doesn't like go up exponentially or anything. It's yeah. just truly like every time you get that point amount, you get another one up. So you do have to think the only uh, situation is like that. I think the donuts are worth however many points, like 100 points or 25 points or whatever. Yeah. But there's like one after you collect the first donut on a stage, then the one random donut will start being like a rainbow flashing yes. donut. And then if you collect that donut, every I think it's worth like 125 points or whatever. It's worth like about 10 times more. more. Yeah. And then every subsequent one, if you can keep chaining those together, it's like worth that much times two, then times three, then times four. So really, at least for me, like my approach was like, okay, on this first stage, that's like not easy by any means, but it's at least there's not a lot of screen wrapping going on. You can kind of just like focus on. Right. Okay, where's the next donut? I can kind of know where the toilet's going to go. I can kind of kite the enemies this way and that way. Right. And like cuz they're following you around most of the time, especially the toilet. Yeah, it, yeah, that's basically just like hunting you down at yes. all times. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, okay, let me rack up maybe an extra life or two on this stage by like getting, you know, pretty oh. much just trying to chain the whole level together. If I can, sometimes I'd have to just sacrifice and be like, Oh man, I didn't realize that strategy. So I, you know, I knew I had noticed that about the flashing donuts. Cause yeah, yeah the point is you're collecting all of the, these little donuts in this single screen stage in the screen wrap. So you can kind of go off the, the side of the stage, a la like kid Icarus or a lot of the games of yeah. like eighties. 90s vintage and wrap around the other side of the screen um, but ultimately you're collecting all those donuts in a screen and then the final donut's a really big one that's kind of protected by the donut dodo who's like the the main bad guy character right yeah the donkey kong of this game. yes your donkey kong is is a dodo yeah. um but yeah i didn't realize that that you could chain the uh the flashing donuts i was grabbing them when i could but i was just kind of grabbing anything in the area and then oh this other flashing one's not too far away let me grab that for more points but i didn't realize there was a chain multiplier on those points that would have made getting extra lives a hell of a lot easier which are very nice to have in this game <laughs> yeah i definitely have not beaten it because i did get no. through so apparently how the game works is like there's like a single loop because i did get back to like i was playing the first stage again but it just introduces like a new enemy to that ah, stage okay. like i think it was kind of like a fireball th- i forget what it was now but it it 
it moved in the same way that like a Medusa head yeah. in Castlevania moves, like kind yeah. of like that sine wave, wave pattern. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like it just loops back around. I think you just have to like beat all the stages again. And I got like about halfway through, and I think there's only like four or five, maybe six stages. But like five by the final the stage, ride. yeah, yeah, and like that final stage, like other than like the the, the dodo's lair or whatever, like right. you're going through like those elevator like portal doors. Like it, it was actually kind of reminding me a little bit of like the Bugs Bunny crazy castle oh, games on that yeah. stage. Like going through the different like a little bit of puzzle. I guess you're not really getting like keys and like opening stuff up, but yeah. I don't know. It just felt so good to play a game like this where like because like when they did add like Donkey Kong 3 and Donkey Kong Jr. and stuff to like the NES stuff on Switch, I was pretty excited or not necessarily excited, but I think we even talked about them on the podcast because it was just like, oh, I never really played these games growing up. And yeah. oh, this actually has like a little better game feel than the original Donkey Kong because like I really do feel like the only way you can have fun. And I, I guess I, I don't know that Steve Weeby was having fun playing Donkey <laughs> Kong. I was gonna say, the only way you can have fun is like getting the game like memorized. So you like know what's going to happen. But this game really does feel like you can kind of react a little bit, even though it is so hard, like especially when you do have to like even on the second stage, you're like right away. You're like if if one of the donuts that you grabbed, like the flashing one is like at the bottom left and then yeah. the next one's at the top right. Like you might have to like go up three or four ladders and then screen wrap to the other side and then jump over a spike pit and then jump over a mouse. Like, it's like, you got to do a lot of shit. Like, you're just like, okay, I'm just going to get all the donuts on this side, which is all I then go to the other side. Yeah. Same here. That that would, that would be what I would do. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Just to survive and move on to the next stage. But then yeah. I wasn't getting those extra lives, and then exactly. I, I get some cheap hit, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, should I just restart from the beginning of this run, or should I just, like, keep going? I did, I was, like, just <laughs> spamming the quick restart. Like, yep. pause, quick restart, especially if you, if you die even once on the first stage. Just quick restart, quick restart. Yes, definitely if you die on the first stage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's... It is worth mentioning, uh, uh, for me at least, the music was it's just good. phenomenal. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially when it really caught me, I think it's the second or third stage is like a Ferris wheel stage. Yeah. And it kind of has like this like little lead in yeah. track that starts and it's kind of like this waltz, like three, four kind of rhythm. And I was yeah. like, it's kind of cool, but I was like, oh, I, I, it almost sounds like an underwater kind of song, mm-hmm. like the way it starts. But then like as soon as like the stage like starts, it's like got this like little ramp up like bam, 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 yeah. bam, 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 and like kind of kicks in. And I was got like, a lot of flair. oh, man, it's yeah, it's got so much energy, the yes. music and just like the pixel art, the animation, like very vibrant. It just got like a couple. Yeah, very vibrant, like really rainbowy, like even the way the donut like kind of flashes, like mm-hmm. even the, not just the one that you're that gives you the combo, but like the main donut and just some really cool like dynamic interactive levels like and really just solid tight controls again like i was saying at the top it just feels so good to play like a retro arcade game that doesn't have the retro rigid frustrations like for me that was like really the main thing just like oh it feels so good to just like play a game mindlessly like this number one and not actually be pumping quarters into the machine and number two like it actually feels good and fair and i can like get better at it quickly and literally memorizing all you're doing as as the main character the chef guy you can jump and you can move and you can climb ladders (laughs) with your you know control stick like that's there's no other button. There's no fireball yeah. or throw your hammer. No or power ups. No. no anything like that. Yeah. Nope. And it is like it is where uh, when you go up the ladders, like up or down. Like as soon as you go up or down, you go like all the way down. Yeah, you're zooming. Like yeah, it's uh, it's such a speedy zippy game. Yeah. Um. And I guess to go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> for like one of the slowest games I've ever played, but I don't mean that in a bad way. Hell no. Um. 
because I have been playing and yeah, Randall was saying we talked about this one or he talked about this one way back on like episode 28. It 28, was right or 28. Uh, yeah, 28 of the podcast. So long kind of <laughs> probably right around the time that John joined the podcast. Yeah, on he was a there. regular basis. Yep. Um, but yeah, I started, uh, playing through, uh, the Ninja Saviors, the Warriors Returns, and I shouldn't say started playing, uh, through, I actually beat the whole game the other day. I did a stream, uh, and played like the first, like three or four levels. And like, for whatever reason, I mean, how I typically game, you know, how I'm always talking about, I'm just bouncing around from game to game to game and like playing halfway through the game. But for whatever reason, I popped this in and we'll end up probably talking about uh, Pocky and Rocky down the yeah. line. This is from the same studio that did the Wild Guns like reboot remake. Which is awesome. They just did the Pocky and Rocky reboot remake, and yep. I kind of I picked that up, and as soon as I started playing it, I was like, man, this is just as good as Wild Guns, and I was like, I know yep. Randall was gushing about Ninja Saviors. I was like, I got to yep. get it while it's still readily available, and I've not been disappointed. Like I said, right off the top, it did like – Part of the reason I didn't grab it right off the bat, even after your glowing like praise for it, was just like it does look really slow. Like you see any gameplay clips, like it's a gorgeous looking game, but yeah. even by like beat 'em up standards, it's like, man, it's like slow motion. Yeah, and, like, it is. I, I yeah. had posted a clip of it, and somebody had uh, like uh, made a comment and said like, "Oh, I would check this game out," and like, but that like the whole game being on like a single plane, whereas like right. you know how most beat 'em ups have that kind of three D like pseudo 3d like depth like turtles in time or the new turtles game or whatever uh but i immediately replied i was like you know i thought that seeing the game in action especially with the slow pace but playing the game i feel like that adds so much depth to the Mm -hmm. combat because you're constantly having to think of like okay where are there more enemies are there am i heavier loaded on the left side of the screen or the right side of the screen and obviously depending on which of the three characters you are yep um and you have three characters to pick from i you got to go with the ninja i tried all three ninja rules extensively but like ninja at first i didn't like it all because you can't jump but you have this like jetpack booster that like just like darts you across the screen so you do get to feel kind of quick in those uh moments or whatever but very heavy still and you just like dart across the screen but the whole time while i was playing this game both on the stream i think i said it like 10 times during the stream but like playing through the game the other day uh and like beating the whole game i used like a million continues yes whatever yeah, Fine. and I really like how it works. Like you can if you're going for like trying to get your like time trial score, like obviously if you're trying to beat the whole game and you can do each individual level as you beat them, you can play like those time trials or whatever individually, but I really like how the checkpoint system like it doesn't boot you back to the start of each yeah. stage. Like there are like boss checkpoints or midway checkpoints. Like it what it was part of why I actually finished the game cuz normally yeah. a game like this I would be like I'm sure if I was playing the retro version I'd be like oh my god I can't beat this part and just probably give up at some point right but I was just like oh this just like I feel it feels fair like I never feel like I'm like hitting a brick wall there were a couple bosses that gave me a really hard time oh yeah because they all like like kind of throw swarms of enemies at you at the same time always yes but to finish that thought why I was thinking like why Randall like probably or I mean a multitude of reasons I mean there's gorgeous pixel art it's Mm -hmm. got the retro beat-em-up action but Mm -hmm. it really really feels like those old school like n64 wrestling games when it comes to the combat yep you're like getting right up in enemies faces and like grappling and you kind of auto grapple like when you walk up close to an enemy you just like literally like fucking grab them by the throat hell yeah like hold them up in the air and then you can do so many different moves like if you hold down up you do like this spin move and like throw them kind of upwards or if you like all the time hold down down you like do like a backbreaker over your knee and like 
if you uh, just press like forward, you just like slam them on the ground, but you can like really clear waves of enemies and you really start to learn like, oh, this, these enemies only take one hit. So I can like grab this guy, do the spin move and like chuck them towards awesome. that batch of enemies. They'll yep. all get killed by even if like an enemy throws you or you know that like everybody takes damage from everything it's really cool yes in that regard but like you just get really it gets really like strategic the combat like you're constantly turning around and like just thinking about your positioning and like every character has such a diverse move set like almost like you know how like smash brothers has like every character has like an up b a down b a left b kind of or side b whatever um, it's kind of like that. Like even like I, there were moves I was learning like all the way up until the end of the game. I was like, oh man, I didn't realize it. like, cause you can kind of, if you don't press left or right, when you do like the jetpack dash with the ninja, you kind of like do this little burst in the, in the air. And then if you press attack real quick, you do kind of like almost do like an uppercut or I guess you yeah. don't really do like a fist thing, but you just like launch yourself in the air with these jetpacks and like, and, and yeah, you can do this like elbow drop if you hold down, down and yep. press attack or jump or whatever, like Oh, it's just so cool. And like after I beat the game, I unlocked a new character, which I think yep. is something that was, again, added to this like reboot remake. And it's just so cool. Like if you're going to do a, a remake or whatever of a game like uh, this is this is the way to do it because it's yeah. just so cool to like have all these quality of life features, all the cool like new features like uh, Pocky and Rocky does this a little bit, too. But just like the way they do the visuals, like where you can see through stuff in the yeah. foreground and they do that like square pixelated thing. Yeah. Oh, it's such a cool effect and like, I don't know, breathing life into these games that like not only are somewhat forgotten, but they're super rare, like as far yes. as like the actual retro cartridges, all, like of them. all three of these games, all so of them. It's really cool to be able to be like, oh, I can get this version on switch for 30, 35 bucks or whatever. Not that that's cheap, but like it's compared to what they cost on uh, yeah. physical copies, like multiple right. hundreds it's 10% of dollars of the cost yeah. i would i would yeah those are like two three hundred dollars easy then yes. that's like last time i checked yes. which is a long time ago correct but on top of that they truly are better versions it's not just like yes. oh this is a more convenient way to play no it's like the these are truly like they're legit widescreen the, the graphics were redone like they like, remade the games yes. but like as faithfully as you could possibly do it but while also adding a ton of new stuff that yes. feels like it was that it should have been in the game all along like yes it's, it's a director's it's so cut amazing. in the best way essentially yeah, that director's cut yeah that's yes. a great way to put it yeah yes it's it, oh man it, it's incredible uh, ninja saviors i i still think is incredible and like i listened to episode 28 and i'm like oh yeah you're right uh, this game rules randall i want to play that game again like the game it's so good everything about it, ninja saviors is is phenomenal and the word i would use you know you could say it's slow you know, you could you could pan the fact that it's single pane. I would say it's deliberate. This game is very deliberate mm-hmm. in its gameplay design. Yeah. And because it's single pane, it single plane, it it plays more like a fighting game. You know, it, yeah. and you have that this crazy move set and it's not fluff that you have all these options. They they all serve a purpose in your gameplay uh and it just feels so good like there there aren't that many beat-em-ups that are on on the single plane um but man this this has got to be yeah, one very of the very few. best i'd be very curious to see how it feels uh playing multiplayer because i know you yeah. can play two players and i was trying when dj was over the other day we, he was like ah we should finish off box boy and box girl and uh strikey sisters we played a few other things i think too but yeah i was kind of trying to push him into playing it because i really wanted to see how it would feel two players like yeah number one what would change like will they throw more enemies at you or whatever right or 
whatnot. But uh, yeah, I just, I really, yeah, deliberate's the perfect word. You got to really think about like, okay, as soon as I kill this enemy, I got to turn around quick. And like, yeah, the yeah. boss battles just got, you really had to like use the minions to like, yes, like almost in the same way that like the battle where you're like got to throw the foot soldiers like at Shredder, but in a totally yes. different way, you're like using them to kind of like clear the hordes away or like even throw them into like the giant enemies that are kind of coming in from the sides or yeah. like the extra like especially when you're playing arms. as ninja like a lot of regular yeah. ass enemies are just like items or weapons that like if you don't use them fast enough are going to hurt you like yeah. that's <laughs> that's basically how it plays and yeah. it's it's so satisfying yeah i just had a complete blast like again i, I kept thinking like am I going to beat this game? And then I'm like, no, I'm probably going to call it after this. And then I kept like, every time I saw the continue screen, I'm just like, no, I got to keep going. I can't quit here. And like, it's been a long time since I've been sucked into a game like that, where I'm like, I got to see this through and Mm -hmm. like, let alone a retro one that's kicking my ass. It's been a while. I'm glad that you love it. Felt good. Yeah. I'm really glad I picked it up. Really glad I own that trilogy of games. And I'm really looking forward to both. I I need to finish Pocky and Rocky as well. I I think we've, we both have probably played about the same amount. I would, I would wager. Yep. Um, I had basically one sitting and a half with it, but really have enjoyed it so far and can say that it's probably going to get that same level of praise, at least from me, but, Mm -hmm. um, I'll have to play more, Mm -hmm. but we'll save that for another time. But Mm -hmm. why don't we kick it over to, uh, Randall and, uh, what you've been, uh, digging into as of late. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, (laughs) September. (laughs) It's that time again. It's that time of year. (laughs) (laughs) uh there's this video game you might have heard of it's called nba national basketball association uh 2k series and i'm on 2k 23 now so this is a new one in my head i was like is this the new one this is is in fact uh, the new one yes i I buy the new one every single year at this point uh since 2k 18 uh so you know we got a good streak going these days uh So, yeah, (laughs) speaking of games that should just have like a season pass, you know, well, yeah, probably it's that's fair. (laughs) Although they they have I'll give them credit. You know, it's not just a roster update. Um, Yeah, they do put a lot of effort into these games. They do. Um, And it it is it is truly a basketball sim. And, you know, and I've also really gotten into the WNBA over the past couple of years. Yeah. Yes. Which uh, condolences to you, John, for your Chicago sky. And to you for the Seattle Storm. I was really yeah. looking forward to that matchup. Me too. The showdown, I know. Yeah, I, I, I thought just, that was almost a done deal. This it is this is been. probably, long, by the time this comes out, it's, I mean, yes, it's absolutely long since. <laughs> for, but uh, the yes. Aces uh, have not closed it out tonight. They, oh, uh, well, that's a shock. The Sun like decided that they were going to score a million points tonight. <laughs> they would have to because the Aces are are freaking Terminators. The, yeah, that team a- is Asia stacked. W- is doing bonker like gosh, yeah. Not you know, cool. if the sky had come through, I was I was definitely going to text you, John, and be like, yeah, just just watch out because like here comes the freight train for you. Like God, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aces are Becky Hammonds. I'm hoping she's getting her championship. Oh. Yeah, she will. I I don't see. Unfortunately, I don't see the Connecticut Sun I, winning yeah, that series. I know the Aces are are, are really anyway. Yeah, no, yes, four all stars. Games. Four the, or no, five all stars. Yes, but that's yeah. Anyway, so we're talking about NBA 2K23, which includes the WNBA. All that to I was say, say that 
that's so know. cool too because yes. that's how i learned a lot of players when, like when yes. i was really into hockey like playing the nhl whatever like that's how i learned who a lot of the players were that yeah. weren't weren't like the superstars you know yes and and me the same way you know that's you know that's always been a factor of why i was able to get into you know both sides of basketball and know the players and teams so quickly is uh big thanks yeah. to the 2k series really yeah. Um, but you know, they've every year they do, you know, what typically has always kind of caught me and made me waste a whole bunch of time. Uh, I guess it's not time wasted if I like it, yada, yada, but it's the, <laughs> my GM mode. Um, and, and it's basically just spreadsheets on my TV on my 4k mm-hmm. TV. So I didn't do that yet this year. <laughs> Uh, what I did do uh, instead was go into the my career mode, which is kind of like the main thing that they tend to show in trailers or push at the forefront is this single player campaign where you are this up and coming basketball player trying to break into the NBA. Uh, I have never played one of those modes before, despite owning so many versions. It's just never been the thing that appealed to me on on the front side. Um, yeah. But this time, like, you know what? No, like, I'm, I know I'm going to pre-order this. Let's just play the silly story mode. I know it's going to be a lot of, like, cringy stuff and a lot of really weird and awkward, like, Jake from State Farm. Yeah. Like, just, re- like, in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Is it really on that, that level? Oh, like, yeah. Like, he's actually in it? Yes. Yep. Jake oh from State Farm. You know what? Good for him. I'm, I kind of like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> to me, he just seems like a likable guy. <laughs> I hope he's getting paid. Good God! I yeah, he better be. He better paid be getting he's residuals ne- from this. For like fun. he's never gonna be able to be State like a Farm normal is. guy ever. He's always gonna be Jake from State Farm yeah. from now for forevermore. You know. <laughs> yeah. But also, why is he in this? Game? Yeah, that's that's money. The answer yeah. is money. Jeez, does that at least take away from some of the microtransactions? Oh no, they just gave the money to Jake up front. And- <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? Uh, no, although although generally, I feel like the last two cycles or so, two three cycles, they've eased off of that micro microtransaction stuff just a bit because they've gotten yeah. so much pushback over the years. Uh, but it's still definitely there. It's not far under the surface. Uh, yeah. You know, thankfully, I thankfully I pre-ordered one of the better versions of it that came with um, League Pass, which I'm also interested in. And, you know, they've got okay. me cornered. Wait, now, like literally NBA at, League Pass? Correct. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, like the tele, like the cable package or whatever. Like it is? Uh, it's it's like its own separate like service essentially. Like you get all the games essentially. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. That's, that's actually a an good awesome deal. God, yeah, now yeah. that now that actually is kind of like if that's to justify a yearly purchase of a game like right. that, give you NFL Sunday ticket or whatever you want. Yeah, get. But effectively. Like that. That kind of works. Okay. Yeah. That now that I can get down with. Yep. Yeah. And and that came with like pre-order bonuses on top of that for it gives you a lot of the VC, the virtual currency that you know Ooh. to get to like you know take care of those sand out those those sharp edges a little bit because they're yeah. giving you some of that on the front side yeah. for better or worse. So you know I, I'm playing that my career mode. I made I made myself, but he's you know six foot nine with a huge wingspan, of course. I, ultimately, he's got to be able to dunk. Y- yes, I, well, I'm a sicko that always you know for whatever reason, and I think John has this a bit too. Gravitate towards some of like the bigger players that are always tend to be interesting, especially if they're the dynamic and they can do more than just dunk or sit in the paint, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's like where the 
basketball magic can come into play. Rebounds you know? are what wins games. Come it's on. True. And defense, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. My power forward is very good at defense and rebounding and three point shooting. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. three and D. Oh, yeah, that's right. There we go. So, but you're playing this from like you're only in control of that character yes. for the whole game. Okay. Which is very different, too. And, and, and but it's really yeah. fascinating because, yeah, I got. I got used to controlling the whole team, which has its own facets because that's full control. When I'm passing the ball, I'm now taking control of the character the ball was passed to where that's not the case here. You know, and there is like a a takeover mode. And I don't know if that's been in previous my career where like it like if you're doing well enough in the game and you're hitting certain stats and you're you're literally getting a letter grade that's changing up and down based on turnovers or an assist or a fast break or, you know, there's skill trees. And if you upgrade those skill trees in a certain way and you hit those marks that are in those skill trees, you know, your grade is improving during the game or, or whatever. And if you hit a certain level of improvement, it's the team takeover. And then for a very short amount of time, you can control the whole team, but your player's still there and being graded. So you know for the most part it's just your player you're controlling but there are circumstances where you can do that full team takeover um i did the pistons because seattle's team was stolen but (laughs) uh you know still i grew up with the pistons so you know i can help them out in the meantime plus they're breaking out those turquoise jerseys again they are yeah yeah you got the horse turquoise jersey from yeah looking good i love that logo yeah yeah Yeah. and jerry stackhouse and and such uh but yeah no it's it plays well you know i can't say it's too like starkly different from 2k22 in the overall play but it feels right to me and i'm playing it every night for better or worse at this point, you know, and there's daily bonuses and weekly bonuses and all the evil things that come with online games that way, yep. of course. Yeah. But so, it feels good to have a game like that when it is like your daily routine game. Yeah, like when I was playing yeah. Stardew Valley on that kind of habitual yeah. schedule, like it was just nice to like, that's just like, I wasn't sitting there indecisively trying to pick a game to play. I just like picked up my switch and played Stardew and enjoyed myself yeah, <laughs> instead of like being feel like, what do I want to play? Just like melting away because you're feeling. doing your routine and like yeah. playing the thing that like just gives you dopamine. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what it is. It's that simple. You know, and I, I just, I pay the piper every yeah. year for that privilege with new rosters, I guess, to some degree. Yeah, because uh, uh, you, you got to get uh, KD with a rating of 96 as opposed to 99. <laughs> and he a little more to, realistic. Oh, uh, no, right. he gets furious. Oh, my God. I know. The the 2K ratings itself is like a whole event when that yeah. comes yeah. out, right? I it's almost it. like its own like NBA draft. It's it like is. The, the 2K ratings announcements. Oh, man, That's can you crazy. imagine being in charge of that, but like also trying to like slip your own bias in and just being like, Al Horford is rated too low. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's yeah. underrated. Let's give him a boost in, uh, you know, his vertical, oh, his vertical uh, leap. Because no, no, there's I, so I many players like I listen to a lot of actually bat- care. What's that? There's so many players that like play these games and actually yes. care about yeah, their they're own like diehard. Yeah. Big time. Big time. It means a lot to oh, all yeah. these professional players. Yeah, it, it's it's a major factor in how they judge themselves against their competition. 
There's oh, no and then they use it. it as motivation yes. for MVP the next season. <laughs> 2K rated me too low. Yep. It's funny because I used to, like, when me and my brother, we played a lot of, like, the hockey games growing up. And yeah. I would always think, like, it's got to be so cool to, like, just, like, see yourself in a video oh. game. Like, how cool is that? But, like, when you're actually that person, you're just sitting there looking at your stats like, I'm only rated 68? What the hell is this, <laughs> man? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, it's uh, just funny how the perspective changes if yep. i was a bench player i would love it because then i'd just be like oh yeah there are people playing with me specifically as a handicap hell yeah <laughs> yeah watch me wave my towel on the bench watch me <laughs> but you can that's actually great. face scan too that's that's a feature in this one at the very least so i scanned my face in although it looks hella awkward yeah <laughs> Like, like Uncanny my, like, Valley style? My cheeks or? are like way out like this. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to leave that. That's fine. That's that's, yeah. that's totally good. You know, let's play it that That's way. cool, though. How does it feel like game when you're playing in a game as like yourself in the career mode? Like, how does it feel like camera angle wise? Like, does it like follow you like kind of over the shoulder style or like yeah. is it still kind of the same it's gameplay like, wise? Um, but it, it feels like uh, like I guess in football when they'd have that like zip camera thing that's like yeah. above the field and like moving dynamically. It kind of feels like that in like a third person perspective where it's kind of zooming around you if as if there's like this like radius around your person. And it's just like in this 3D space, it's kind of as you're moving around the arc, you know, on offense and you're you're moving around, it's kind of. The camera's doing its own dynamic thing to catch different angles of you on the court to make sure you can see the other players around you and, and kind of what's going on in the action. Uh, it's okay. it's pretty wild to, to play it that way. It's it's totally different yeah. than like when I play regular 2K, I got a pretty zoomed out like traditional 2k view to see everything and it's not right. quite that way when you're just which what is that by the way because i've played basketball games both ways where it's like the sideways like almost like football style view mm -hmm. where it's like you know you can just see the whole court yeah and i've also played games that do it more like where it's like turned where you're like running you know up and down the court essentially like you're running back you're running down to play defense and up to play offense where like instead of going right to left yeah, that's that's typically how I play 2K is that that kind of really zoomed out above as if like the camera's sitting on the bottom of the like jumbotron in the stadium, basically. And like, OK, and then it just flips bet between, you know, offense and defense for your perspective of like that's, you know, the basket and, the you know, that side of the court, you know, OK. But so it actually flips on like possessions or it flips. Yeah, just like if you lose the oh. ball on offense, the, the camera would flip over to oh, interesting. Yeah. It's when you're playing on defense. So, yeah, that's at cool. least in the, I the, like that. the camera angle that I had, you know, that way. But yeah, this, yeah I'm this sure they have a ton of options. Cause oh, even yeah. In like the end, even in the because I, I used to play like NBA Live 99 on nice. Nintendo 64 all the time. And nice. even that game had a bunch of different camera options. I feel like different oh, yeah. perspectives and stuff. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Good old uh, player 99 before Michael Jordan would uh, put himself <laughs> in the games. Yeah, because he wouldn't be part of like the, the National Basketball Association, like Players Association. I think that's way. what it was. Yeah, he, his own, he was like, he, he was like only. Yeah, he was only in game in video games like after he retired, I believe. Yeah, because he I'm wasn't in mistaken. NBA Jam. He wasn't in a lot of those 
you know, yearly series either. Yeah, I remember going like, oh, I'm going right to the Bulls. And you're like, Pippen and Luke Longley? Mm-hmm. Who are the, why, why are yeah. these the two? Or like Horace Grant? Yeah. No, that was that, that was the magic. Horace but Grant like, Why are these the two guys? Had glasses. Yeah. Yep. It is did. a small boy. Yeah. And they were like blue yeah. too. They were like cool goggles. Like they yeah. weren't, like, I don't know. I feel like I was like, hey, likable guy. Yeah. He's on a lot of winning teams, that Horace Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that you're still chipping away at the both Elden Ring uh, and yeah. the basketball situation. But I feel like it's been a while since we've had some basketball talk. But I feel like oh, yeah. well worth it with that uh, NBA league pass. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Almost I mean, a granted, no-brainer. I had to pay for a more expensive version of that game to achieve the, to get. But the league pass is yeah, league pass is probably league, over a hundred yes. bucks, right? In I and think of it itself? is. Yeah. Yes, I think it is. Like if you're even a moderate basketball fan that's going to play the game and watch a few games here and there, like Honestly, yeah, that's yeah. just like a no brainer. And for Tina and I, like we watch a lot of basketball at this point. So it was kind of a no brainer. to, to Well, get that's that awesome. Yeah. Well, I remember you saying before in the past that you would kind of like just catch up on like the recap stuff yeah. after the fact and like watch like, you know, the YouTube stuff. And like, so now you can, oh, hey, let's actually watch that game instead yes. of catching up on it later. You know, like that's. Yeah. Oh, man, that's like a game. Like, talk about like a good way to good cross promotion there on their behalf. I'm sitting here Big like, time. man, I'm about to buy that game so I can watch basketball. I, I don't know. even really like I like basketball, but I'm not like a fan, really. And I'm sitting here like maybe I should get that. I know. And I think they only did it for pre-orders, too. I don't think you can even buy it that way in that bundle anymore. If okay. I remember correctly. That's a good, definitely a good incentive. Yeah. For sure. yeah. I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's a no brainer for me. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'll keep playing it, so obviously I'll I will I will talk about it more on this podcast. Yeah, we'll get some more basketball updates, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I think we can probably wrap up the uh, video games chat there this week. And uh, as always, you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else to ramble about today, so uh, nice. <laughs> we can wrap it up there. And uh, until next week, we'll uh, catch you then. And take care. Bye. 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 Where is East Lansing located? It's kind of like central of the it's kind of like in the middle of the mitt if I like okay. south it's like a little bit more south than the middle I would suppose I guess but like Yeah, and like a little north of Detroit but like yeah, kind of right in the middle, yeah. Yeah, I was like I was like I actually have no idea where Michigan and Michigan state are like located ann arbor is a cool town ann arbor okay yes okay now yeah i know where ann arbor is that's one of the areas i want to look around like i don't think i would be able to like live in ann arbor proper but like and i don't even think i would necessarily want to although it doesn't it's one of those college towns that doesn't feel like a college no it's beautiful it's really it does on like game day like if you're there on a michigan football game day it's like oh god yeah get me out of here but like, like between ann arbor and like kalamazoo yeah is that like a decent place? Kalamazoo, like the the west side of the state is is pretty cool. It's a little bit more laid back, I would say. Yeah, and I a little get bit that more progressive, too. I would also say on, on yeah. average. I get that vibe too. Yeah, yeah. it's it's cool. Yeah, hmm. battle. I didn't get to spend much time there comparatively, but yeah, same here. Mostly just passing through, but yeah, every time I pull off or like the, all those like wineries, kind of up on like the oh yeah. Isn't West that where, side of the state, especially is Kalamazoo, North. where Bell's is? Yeah, yes. yeah, or at least one of their main facilities. Yeah, I, I think yeah. they have a couple now, but yeah, I think they're like first where they started was there. Yep, Battle Creek's like where Kellogg, the yep. cereal company, is located. Gotcha. 
Yeah, um, yeah. There's lots of places. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to like I'm I'm dreading moving and all that stuff, but I'm I'm yeah, looking forward su- yeah. to yeah. whatever. The process like, of already, moving sucks, but the potential and, of finding a place that's nice is well. Good. The process of moving and leaving and just you know yeah. the the whole combination of everything, but it's not that far away. It's it won't be that hard to come and see people. Like I'm already like okay, Glenn's gonna be back in town around Thanksgiving. I'm gonna try to make a trip then. Like you know, just try to. Yeah, it's not that far, especially like you were saying, if I can get a place that's like split some of that distance off how far it is to my parents place, shave mm-hmm. an hour off and be like, oh, it's like a three and a half hour drive. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's nothing. 